You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 167. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. This is a Tuesday episode, but it has an interview. I know I haven't been doing interviews lately as you have been following me on this adventure, but today we have a guest in honor of Life with Intention Online. Life with Intention Online registration is currently open through this Friday, September 16th, and class begins this Sunday, September 18th. It's a month long, it will be going until October 21st. So in this episode, I'm gonna be speaking with Life With Intention online member, Colleen Cavanaugh, about her experience with the course. But before we get into that and we get into the interview, I'd like to share a bit about Life With Intention online for those who are maybe new to The Lively Show or don't know much about what the heck Life With Intention online actually is. So for those who are new, Life With Intention online is my flagship course. I run it twice a year and it is designed to help people transform their approach to all areas of their life, from possessions to personal habits, relationships, and career. And when I say life with intention, this term intention can be used in many different ways. Some people use it to mean the word deliberate. Others use it as a softer word for the word goal instead. But when I say the word intention, I'm talking about values-based intentions, uppercase V values-based intentions, that is. These are the values-based intentions that I have created, and this process has been actually a culmination of over eight years of study before I actually launched this class a few years ago. So now I've been doing this for over a decade of study. I spent 14 months putting together the frameworks and the processes within the course from that eight years of study. And I've been doing it over the last two years with over 700 people around the world so far and counting. It is amazing for people who feel like they are burned out having and doing all of the shiny penny metrics of success and achievement out there. So maybe you're someone who has gotten all the goal lists, gotten all the vision board stuff, and you always are kind of finding yourself feeling like, now what? Do I just keep running this rat race? Is this all there is to life? There's got to be more. There's got to be more peace and joy and fulfillment. So this is great for people that are burned out and for people that are kind of bummed out. They kind of recognize the shiny penny chasing isn't going to lead to lasting fulfillment. So they don't try at all, but that feeling kind of makes them feel a little bit stuck and like they're kind of checking out in a way that doesn't feel good either. Those are the two major categories of people that really resonate with this work, along with this third group, which is just people that are avid learners and seekers of all types of personal growth and development that really just love to continue to deepen their practice in that way. So those would be what I would say are the three groups of people that are most drawn to this work. But overall, I always say, and you'll hear me say this later too, listen to your intuition about whether this is right for you. No one knows whether this class or any other course you may be considering are right for you except for your own intuition. So if as you listen to Colleen's story or the other member interviews I've done on The Lively Show in the past, or just taking out the page and looking at the information that's provided, if your intuition 
patient is resonating with it, that is the sign that this is right for you. Because really what this class is all about is finding and accessing the peace, joy, and fulfillment that we truly want at every step along our journey. Not just when we get to that next achievement or that next shiny penny thing that we get in our lives. There's nothing wrong with the achievements and outcomes, but I believe that what we are taught to do in our approach to life and success and happiness in our current traditional methods of success are missing the mark and we're really kind of lacking that joy, peace, and fulfillment along the path and before, during, and after we achieve those things in our lives that we do want. So it's not that the things won't happen, it's just that some of them will fall away that aren't truly important in the first place and we're going to get the real feelings of peace, joy, and fulfillment that we're seeking from the path and the journey itself. So as I've said, there are over 700 members in this course from all over the world, and they all have lifetime access. So what's really cool is as you're becoming a part of this membership and then part of this community, you will be able to meet these members. And as you go forward, I do this twice a year. So there will be members that are juniors and sophomores of the course, if you will. This will be their second or third times taking it. And you as well in the future, when I offer the future courses, will be able to enjoy the class as much or little as you like in the future rounds of this class to come. So a lot of people like to focus on one area of their life that's really in focus for them right now. And then in the winter class, this you know January, February coming up, they'll focus on their relationships or some other area of their life will become more important for them to focus on. So as I said, I don't really try to sell the course. I simply share a member's story here on the Lively Show so you can get a sense of what it's like from someone who's taken the course themselves. And also I ask you to ask your intuition. I'm not going to sell you on this. This is something your intuition's going to resonate with or not. And I want you to listen to your intuition more than anything. So that is where I suggest you go to. If this feels right on that deep, peaceful level, that is what you should be listening to. And if it says yes, I am so excited to work with you. Again, you can register at lifewithintentiononline.com and find out more. Registration is open until this Friday, September 16th, and class is beginning on Sunday, September 18th. Now let's move on to the interview. So when it comes to the interview, I am speaking with Colleen Cavanaugh. She is a certified caregiving consultant at thelongestdance.com. I've gotten to know Colleen over the last six months since the last Life with Intention online class in a great way, and it has been so exciting to see her journey unfold. In this episode, you're going to hear her talk about what her journey has looked like, how she has found her intuition-led career that is bringing her so much peace and alignment and ultimately joy and fulfillment as well, and the 10-year journey that led to her finding it. She'll also share what her experience is with Life with Intention, who she thinks it's good for, and more. Let's go to the show. Hey, Colleen. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. So much for having me, Jess. Let's get started. Let's tell people all about you. So how did you get to where you are? Oh, gosh. It's been a long and winding road, but to get where I am now, the quickest version is I left my job as a personal assistant in Manhattan for an exciting New York Times bestselling self-help author and came back home with my four-year-old son because I was getting divorced. Okay, that in a nutshell is enough to be a big life change. And three months in, my mom was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Okay, so here's the next big thing. And I'm living with my mom. So this is not just like moms across the country and having this. This is in the house. 
So I need to get a job. So I start managing a marketing design firm. I start keep raising my son and then fantastically meet the love of my life and his two kids. The, the, the plates are full now. Yeah, there's three kids. There's a new husband. There's your mom with cancer. That's a lot of things. So my mom defies all the odds and lives a miraculous three years. This is fantastic. It is a very long three years. She dies and there's a sigh of, you know, okay, we're on to the next thing. Eight months later, my dad gets diagnosed with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's diseases. So there goes Peaceful Valley. Wait, is he living with you as well? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, and not at this time. I had moved out a year before my mom had passed away. So I'm now really working on blending my family, which is a whole thing in and of itself. And now I'm trying to get my dad to live on his own for the first time in his entire life. And things weren't working out and things didn't add up. And it was because there were some diseases that were going on. Oh, my gosh. How did you handle all of that? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. The, a supportive partner was the first thing that was really great. And then having to realize, because I was about 20 years younger than anybody I knew who had parents who were in their late 70s and 80s. So my friends had no idea what was happening. So I had to go find resources within my parents' friends and older relatives to say, hey, I need help. I don't know what I'm doing. So that was a big thing. And you know, having the support of other people. And then what did you do with your career while that was all going on? I kept plugging away and doing what I needed to do, but it very quickly became apparent that my dad needed so much help and things were such a level and there was so much to be done. I mean, there's just the dismantling of not only my mom's life, now we had to start dismantling and rearranging my dad's. So I needed to leave my job, which was a huge thing that carried over through the next years of caring for him because I never went to school to be a caregiver. And I don't think anybody does. And here I was in this job that I was like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm not supposed to be here. Was that really hard to deal with when you feel like you're not supposed to be there? Completely. And the ironic part is now, after the fact, I'm able to look back and realize it was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. My intuition kicked in. I had to take care of them. I didn't think twice about it. And now that's what I do for work. I help other caregivers get through the struggle that they're going through. Never thought I would be here. Now, did you jump to there right away or was there a step or two in the middle between going from being a caregiver to then becoming someone who helps others give care to those that they need to help? Oh, yes. There was a big step and a big fall because I felt that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I just wanted to go back to my old life. So I took care of my parents for about 10 years. So that's a long time. There's like your old life isn't there to go back to anymore at that point. But I never took a moment to stop and realize that. And said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to become a product designer. And you know what? That's perfect because there isn't any life or death involved. There's no heavy duty responsibility. It'll be pretty and fun. And it was not the right choice. How did you know it wasn't the right choice? I didn't want to show anybody what I was making or tell anybody about it. That's interesting as a business owner that doesn't want to talk about it. Not easy to market that way. Why do you think you had the resistance to talking about it? Because it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, the only thing I know at this stage in my life is that the universe or God or whatever you believe in puts you in the right place where you're supposed to be at any given moment. And sometimes you don't see it until after the fact. So I was supposed to be doing this work that I wasn't supposed to be doing because I needed to realize there's no other way I was going to realize that the thing I was doing, which was caring for my parents, that I swore I would never go near again was the thing I needed to go back to. 
So how did you get from there? Well, you did product design. Then you try to do this product-based stuff, and this is feeling kind of empty. And what's the transition? Was there a moment or a process or some aha that came to you to help you make that shift? Yeah. So all summer, I'm like, why am I not showing anybody this? What's wrong? There's something. So there's this resistance building up in me. And I just was not myself at all, obviously, because I wasn't proud of what I was doing. There was something missing. So after enough of that happens, you're either going to process that and things as they happen will be dealt with or you let it bottle up. So here I am letting everything bottle up. And one night, I can remember it, I was in the pool and I just felt like the universe was slamming me up against a wall saying, wake up and stop feeling like this because this isn't you and figure it out. And it was a wake up call. I just never wanted to feel like that again. It was uncomfortable. It wasn't me. I was completely out of whack and not in alignment at all. So what happened next? I realized I don't want to feel like this. I really believe that we are in control of our lives. We can create them to be any way that we want to. And if there are circumstances in our life that aren't working for us, there are always ways that we can get around them. And I was determined that I wasn't going to do this anymore. So my first step was to start exercising because I figured at least if I did that, then biochemically, the stuff in my brain would click on And that would be one thing in a positive direction that I could do. And then the next thing was your course, which came at a perfect time. So that is part of the reason you're here on the show is ultimately to share. You can tell from hearing you that this is all like your real story. So life with intention came into your life. What attracted you to it when you're at that point in your life? I was undeniable now that I had changed. And I never stopped to do a look back and say, how have I become a different person? And everything that you were talking about with the course resonated with me because I knew I needed to do a deep look at who I was and determine what made me me because I hadn't done it in so long. So that was the main attraction. And that on top of, you know, having listened to your podcast incessantly as I would sit and make all my products that I wasn't going to show anybody. (laughs) And there were a lot of products and a lot of podcasts. I love that your product business that never went anywhere brought you to the podcast. It was fantastic. But as I'm listening and I subconsciously, I am realizing, wow, all these people like have their thing going and they are living their best lives. This is amazing. And I rather than feel a lack in my own life, I realized there is something missing. Why am I not feeling like this about what I am doing? How can I reevaluate this? And that was your whole message with, you know, with all the interviews. You're, that's what you were pulling out from people. So I realized, okay, this might be the right person to learn this stuff from. That's really interesting. It's interesting also to have you on the show as well because you have children that are teenagers and one just went off to college. So I know a lot of people will ask, the age range of the class is pretty varied. So there will be people that may even be in college still or in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond. So really, I love that you're coming on to share your experience because sometimes people feel like, oh, this community isn't for them because they're not X age or X career or what so, you know, those kinds of things. What would you say to people that are thinking along those lines? Age doesn't matter. I, and I, I'm a firm believer in that to begin with. But if you are into making your life better and learning about yourself, then this class is for you. So one of the other things I think that was interesting you and I spoke about was also you're thinking about doing this with your teenage daughter this time around? Yes. And why do you think you're going to get her involved? 
I recently watched a Rob Bell talk with her and she was completely into it. And I was like, oh my gosh, here's like the next little self-help junkie. This is awesome. And she has like a deeper level of understanding of the world, which I think is so amazing to see. And I think most young teenagers have that. They're just so fresh with their ideas and their passions. And when they're exposed to other people that have that, I think it really clicks with them. So she's starting to look at colleges. And I think if she can nail down what her values are, it's going to be a really great tool for her to pick the right place for her based on who she is. So for those that are wondering how she's going to take the class again, you guys get lifetime access. So once someone joins the class, every time it's offered, you are welcome to be a part of it as much or as little as you like every single time. And it's happening right now twice a year. So how many times have you been doing the class so far just on your own without your daughter? Twice. Okay. So you've done two times. Have you gotten different things out of each time of it or what's made you do it more than just once? Well, the lifetime access, I was like, oh, I can't not check into this. And I was curious to do a little refresh. The first time I went in hot and heavy, I did everything because I was determined. I was like, I had to turn the direction I was feeling in my life around. And it was fantastic. I think now a year later, it's going to be really interesting to come back and see what the new changes are now that I do have this really solid foundation behind me. And what was the experience of the class actually like once you were inside? Oh my gosh, there is an entire world out there of people who are into all of the same kind of stuff. I can't talk about any of this with my partner. He's like, what, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. You know, he always jokes. I'm like, I'm going to go on a call now. He's like, okay, just don't walk in any hot coals. I'm like, it's not like that at all. Like you don't, you don't get it. There's a community that is phenomenal. The people that I've met are are just so giving and sweet. I totally encourage anybody who gets involved, like you don't have to do anything. You don't have to reach out to anybody if that doesn't fit with you. But if you do, and I'm not a joiner per se. So I was very surprised that I did find this community of four other women who we totally mastermind every two weeks together. And they are my support my inspiration. We hold each other accountable for things. And it's a really incredible source of strength that I get during the day, knowing like there's other people who are going through the same thing and we're all rooting for each other. And that only could have been found through your course. Yeah. Cause you guys are all over the country. I actually have worked with you guys in the mastermind level. I'm not offering that for life with intention this round because I time zone wise wouldn't really be able to connect with people. if It wouldn't be at midnight for someone. So I'm not doing that, but you guys are all over the country and I don't think you guys would have yeah ever met in any other way except for this course. Not to say you can't meet other great like-minded people out there in your own community or elsewhere, but class community is pretty incredible. And you guys can really make, for those listening, the community what you want it to be. Be as much or as little a part of it as you like, or make as many or as few groups like you have, Colleen, as you like. Do you have any recommendations for people about the community? Just go with what feels right. And, you know, some people are you're going to gravitate toward, you'll have similar interests, or you might even be in the same city and just try it. Just go in and meet up and see what happens and, you know, send an email, start a private Facebook group, try it. There's 700 people in the alumni at this point. So it always varies each session to session, how many are actively involved with the lifetime access and all the new members as well. But that's a pretty big group of people all over the world that are thinking about these things in their lives. 
And I've heard that a lot, what you were saying about how their communities don't always have people in their day-to-day lives that are into this stuff, but they can find that connection and community through the course and, and meeting people and having those continued connections after the course has ended for months and years to come. So what was your favorite part about Life with Intention Online? For me, it was creating my intentions and finding my values. Um, I can still remember sitting in the living room and going down your list of different values and Xing off what didn't fit, leaving what did, and then whittling down from there and, you know, having a big block of sand and just making a sculpture. But that was what it was like. I was like, you know, I just kept chipping away and like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, this is who I am now. This is what I want in my life. And so that was my favorite part. And then I know that people love to kind of know what are the results from a course? Like that's something that people always ask is like when you're sharing about something is what are the results? So what are the results that you've seen from applying this process in your life so far? Oh my gosh. There's like, there's so many. I totally Marie Kondoed my responsibilities and emotions. I am so much more focused on keeping what I want in my life in and what I want out, out. You know, I have this like rule set now, like my intentions, if it doesn't fit in there, I can very cleanly move away from that or move into it if needed. So it's like, it's, it's really handy. I'm able to help the people I work with get to what's in their heart for why they're caring for somebody that they love and to work from that point and be able to go back to that point when things get tough. We have now. That's the only thing we have. And I learned that from Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now, because you have the most excellently curated list of resources and recommended readings. And that book sat on my shelf for maybe four years, never touched it, knew it was supposed to be a good book. And so thank you, Jess, for making me realize like, okay, read this book. It was like, that was life changing. So, you know, and you can't also be at ease when your ego is running your mind. So the work that you do is so tied in with that. And it's so critical to everything that we do that, you know, if you keep doing and doing, you can't ever just be. And the being is where we need to be. Yes, the being is where we need to be. Have you found that as you've Marie Kondoed all of this stuff and then set the boundaries, like you're saying, based on your values so that you know what aligns for your life and what doesn't and you let it go without having that guilt and shame around it. And then you sit there and you, you know, feel that present momentness. Are you actually also seeing progress in the action stages as well because of that work you've done first or has that shifted at all? Yes. It's allowed me to just let go of pleasing other people. So there's this resistance gone and I can just accept what is like, this is happening now. The next moment is going to happen, whether we force it to, or we try to run from it. So we don't have to do anything to get there. So just let it come. And by putting one foot in front of another, you're going to get there and you're going to get to where you're supposed to be. And if you do it from your heart center and what you believe, it's going to be the right path. And so for people that might be wondering about these results and how you got them and what exactly you did, I know you've mentioned the resource list, but just for people that are curious about like, what the heck happens when I sign up? So we do a month long course and you get modules roughly once a week and we have weekly coaching calls as well. So each module is carefully curated, short, 
impactful, very condensed video so that you can spend the time working on applying this process in your life instead of watching hours upon hours of content. Because I've done online courses that have hours and hours of content, and I think that's exactly what I want, sign me up. But then I get so bogged down by trying to keep up with the content that I don't actually have any time to actually apply the content in my life or keep up with the content as my life gets busier. So I worked with a curriculum designer to make the modules themselves as impactful as possible and also just give you the essential things that you need. And then the resource list that you mentioned is where people can go to get a full in-depth dive into any of the specific subjects. Because also the other thing is, in a course like this with 700 people, everyone's going to need to go deeper in different pieces of it. And if I went deep into every single thing, again, people wouldn't have time to apply the process, which is where the real gains are made, is actually applying this process and reflecting in your life, not watching videos, but actually actively reflecting and crafting your life with this stuff. And so once you've kind of done the videos, then you do the coaching calls. I work live with people one-on-one in the coaching sessions there. I love, that's my favorite part of it personally. And there's the community piece. So once people have done their workbooks and their homework, they can go and share their results, their aha moments, and their concerns and what they're working on and get supported and meet others in the group as well that are going through the process at the same time. Would you say that's kind of how it runs, Colleen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who would you recommend Life with Intention for? If I can't just say everybody, if you're doing work you don't like, I really think can help reframe things for you. I would have loved this class when I was in the middle of caregiving and thinking that I wasn't really supposed to be doing this work. You know, if you just had a big change in your life, like you got married, had a kid, recently have a death in the family or a job change, it could be great for that. Like when I was a new mom, I would have loved it because it would have let me reevaluate what my new priorities were. Not that like it's not automatic that you know them, but it's always nice to put a name to things. It just would have, at those times in my life, it would have made me so much more peaceful, which is the result of what I have now, having taken the course last year. Peaceful. That is, I know it's so funny because there's so many courses out there in the world online. And it's so funny that that is one of the things I never, I've never really heard. I mean, maybe Eckhart Tolle has got some peaceful classes, but like that is one of the biggest results I hope people get from this is that they feel like they have a shoulder massage after this instead of feeling like they have an unending to-do list that they have to go charge at a million miles an hour. There is a peaceful like shoulder massage that also aligns you so you're clearly calmly and more fulfilling and more peaceful and presently going towards the action steps that are actually based on your values and going to give you the real joy that you're actually seeking instead of just running through an unending to-do list, which is what I kind of feel like can be what the temptation is to do when you read a lot of stuff out there about personal development. I totally agree. And I think when, you know, with the to-do list and the doing and what, what are we doing it for? And yeah, there are some things that you have to get done every day, but if they're not bringing you pleasure and not filling you up, like what's the point? So if you can find out what those things are. So I liken it to like, all right, you can listen to all the Lively Show podcasts ever made and you can look at that and say, oh my gosh, I don't have any of these great jobs. I don't have any of this exciting, this or that. And you can feel a lack from it, right? And so like I explained, like I listened to your shows and I realized there was something more that I needed to add into my life. 
And I was talking in my mastermind last week when we were talking about not being good enough. And I really think not being good enough is not being like them. So knowing my values, that tethers me to my unique space in my life. And so I can go on Instagram and see Sally Perfect Pants create them. You know, so okay, she might have the most gorgeously styled dining table ever on a Tuesday. And you know what? Like, I'm totally attracted to that gorgeous table. And maybe on some special night, I'll, you know, not a Tuesday night, I'll recreate something similarly inspired. But I'll know, you know, my value was intending to another area of my life that filled me up on that Tuesday. And it was okay that I didn't have that perfect table. You know, I think because when we compare deep down, we ultimately admire what we see in that other thing or that person. And if you can turn it into something that fills you up rather than drains you, that's a great thing. And so knowing my uppercase V values, Jess, has completely stopped the comparison game because my values are different. My path is different. And you know what? My table is going to look different. Oh my God. Well said. That was really well said, Colleen. Yeah, that is so true. I know you had said that there was kind of this idea of the lively show guest that you had kind of this archetype in your mind versus yourself. Do you want to go a little more into like what you found from the class and having done that work on yourself? I think for people who have made it, right? So they've made it, they're on, they're guests on the show. They have something of value to bring to your listeners. They have great careers they didn't get there because they were doing something that didn't align with who they were. They really have discovered what it is that makes them get out of bed in the morning and create the things that they're creating. And your class really allows for a foundation for everybody to find the same things and start doing the same things in their own lives. And I definitely would say that uh, the show has obviously ebbed and flowed in different ways and paths as I've grown and gone. And also, you know, the subject matter too. There was definitely a period which was very heavy on the entrepreneurial path. And often that was still a common type of guest career, even though the subject might be painful sex or something totally unrelated to career in and of itself. So for anyone that is curious about if they have a corporate job or they have a part-time job or they don't have a job at all, don't worry, not everyone is a business owner in the class. So there's probably, I would say, around 40 to 50% of people maybe have some interest full-time or part-time into having some type of creative career, but the majority, I would say, overall aren't. Would you agree with that as like a rough estimate of the community? I think you're pretty right on with that. And I just realized in everything that I'm talking about, it's so career focused because that's where my head has been. But and I, I don't want to scare anybody off who isn't in that place and trying to start their own thing, because at the end of all of this, like I realized that my shiny pennies aren't going to be having, you know, 5000 Instagram likes or whatever else I could possibly, you know, achieve. And that's really these other things that aren't things anymore. It's getting, you know, an unsolicited hug for my son or a text for my other son when he hears our Frank Sinatra song playing or, you know, my daughter loving Rob Bell episodes with me like that. And you can't force that. That just comes because you are who you are and putting that out to them and they bring it right back to you. And that's been magical. Oh, I love that. So what would you say to anyone who's right now thinking about whether or not they should join this time around? If it resonates and they find that they keep listening and they're like, hmm, I'm kind of curious, try it out. Really, you have nothing to lose. If you don't like it, 
you don't like it and you can, you know, there's no pressure. So why not? <laughs> I like that. Just try it. There's no pressure. So is there anything that you would want to tell anyone? I know you've listened to a lot of episodes of the show, as you were saying. Is there anything that you would like to tell the other listeners out there that have been listening to a lot of episodes of the show that comes from your heart? Is there anything that you're thinking you want to share? You know, just know that where you're meant to be is exactly where you are right now. So whether that's a place that you didn't think you'd ever be or a place that you do want to be, you know, everything is just a moment and you're always evolving and learning from others is such a wonderful way to broaden who you might become. And what about the doubts or resistance? Are you currently facing any of those in your life right now? And what are they? Oh, yes. Who who doesn't? Um, let's see. Uh, you know, my grandmother always had an expression that I've never forgotten and probably because I need to hear it all the time. And it was patience is a virtue. And I need to continually remind myself to just relax. And even though on a deep level of knowing, I realize now is the only thing we have. But I also have a deep level love of efficiency and planning. This is a great thing. This is going to help me very well with my clients. They're going to love this. I get things done. But when things don't happen as simply or as quickly as I think they could, I can easily, you know, go off the rails and I just can't recover from that. So I need to, I need to learn that, you know, it's like, I, I have a vision. Everybody has a vision for what could be. Those are dreams. Those are fantastic. That's what keeps us going. But, you know, for me right now, I know that my one-on-one -on -one consulting and speaking is perfect for the season of my life because I've got these three really busy teens in my life and there is so much more ahead, but you know what? I'm going to get there, but I have to take all the steps to get there. It isn't even about the steps because the starting point and the end point are all the same. It's all the journey. Oh my gosh. So well said. And what about what you would tell someone? And maybe this ties back to what I just asked you a little bit ago, but what would you tell someone who's just starting out on this journey? Just trust and live in the moment. You know, like I said before, the next moment will appear without your assistance or your asking and just stop doing and start being. Well said. Colleen, thank you so much for not only coming on the show, but also being such an amazing person in my life as I've gotten to know you over the months that have happened, I think since, what is it, since like April or February. Since It's just been such a joy to get to know you. I think you're such an amazing inspiration for people to see how you have gone through and tried different careers and tried on different hats, but ultimately found through your alignment with your intuition and everything you've done through class, like what really resonates for you and what your impact can be most powerful for in the world as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Jess, and for, you know, cultivating all of these teachings that you've put together in a really amazing class because it truly has put me in a place that I'm so comfortable in. And I, I'm just forever grateful for that. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And Colleen, thank you so much for coming on the show. If you'd like to send Colleen a message, you can do so over on Instagram at The Longest Dance. And if you'd like to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, you can do so at Jess C as in can't wait to start class lively. And to register and find out more about Life With Intention, you can go over to lifewithintentiononline.com. Remember, registration closes this Friday, September 16th, and class begins Sunday, September 18th. If you'd also like to hear other Life With Intention online member interviews and experiences, we have many other lively show guests that have come on to share as well. 
I've included them in the show notes links for you. So you can go listen to those over at JessLively.com slash Colleen Cavanaugh. Plus, this is a little thing I haven't mentioned yet. I have an exciting free live online fireside chat this Wednesday, which is actually happening tomorrow, September 14th. In this fireside chat, this is totally free. You can just register. I'll give you the link in a second, but I'm going to be sharing the value-based intention I've been using for dating and for travel lately, as well as tips that I've learned and picked up along the way for both of these areas of my life. I hope this will be a fun chance to get to hang out with you guys and share a little bit in a more casual live format about these two subjects, which I've been getting a lot of questions about in email. So again, you can register for this free fireside chat at lifewithintentiononline.com slash fireside chat. And that'll happen tomorrow, September 14th. Until Thursday, may something wonderful happen to you today. Today.